crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half and only half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. And I am the other half of said show. I don't know why you went so hard with that, Hudson, but uh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan, and it's episode 155. We're back, kinda. How y'all doing today? <laughs> How y'all doing? Kinda? Yeah. What's that? Uh, you know, I just, uh, Steve, I just, um, I feel like I haven't been able to commit to the, the normal, well, kinda normal, the normal flow of Heroes of Noise, and then some, you know, videos and Patreon and such. It's been a very crazy time, so... We're just kind of back. We're here for the main, the main biz, but not for everything else. I mean, look, dude, look, look. I, I think uh, this week has been a little crazy. Your last two weeks have been a little interesting, as far as because, hey, look, dude, it's work time, G. Work. Dude, is my last back. two months, the last two months have been insane, which is good. It is, but it just makes it hard to put, like, it makes it hard to put out a really good show. You know what I'm saying? Because. When we talk about stuff like movies and such, it's really hard when you're not, when you're unable to watch them because you're so busy all the damn time. You know what I, I mean? I get it, dude. So the, don't don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Here, see, this is this is the good part about Heroes of Noise. See, some people, they uh, some pods, I should say, and it's not a knock against them, of course, but like they're very structured. You know what they're going to be talking about pretty much before the show even comes out. They're going to hit you with a tweet, maybe a little Facebook post, something like that. But you kind of know how it's going to work with us. So we've always been like the outlaws, Steve, you know, we've been the guys that said, you know what? Let's make something out of nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we're making something out of nothing today. I swear to you, that's the case. Are you saying out of nothing at all? <sighs> you want to go there already? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, it's actually, a, it's kind of a good segue. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's totally a good segue, bro. You want to, you want to know why? Watch that. It's seriously. All right. Well, we're going to talk about it. I was going to save it for later, but since you you came with that, it's uh-huh. I have to address address this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say look, we're going to say goodbye to a few people this week. But um because Steve came with this, I have to do it now. Jim Steinman, he is the hitmaker for Meatloaf and Celine Dion, dead at 73 this week, Steve. That's crazy, dude. And not only did he help them out in their career, right? He also wrote making love out of nothing at all. Dan, I did not know that. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Dude, that was too good. I did not know that, Dan. Dude, you nailed it. Maybe in the back of my head, I might, but I don't remember learning that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll just, uh, for reference here, I wasn't oh, prepared, I so just song, give me a second, dude. just in case y'all don't know. I really like that song. <laughs> I like that band. Do you now? Hell yeah. Listen to this, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Something Out of Nothing. Jim Steinman, rest in peace. All right, everybody, this is Air Supply with Make It Love Another I Roll. do like Air Supply. I know you do, Steve. That's why I said it. <laughs> Let's just say goodbye. Dead at 73. He wrote this little gem. I know just how to whisper And I know just how to cry Listen to that, Steve. I know just where to find the answers And I know just how to Oh my god. Nothing, Steve? You're just gonna sit there and listen and tap your fucking uh, toe? 
Dude, you know, it's it this brings back like memories of grade school. You were a sparkle in, in your parents' eye when the song came out. I was listening to replay. I like this was already I don't I think this was before I was born. This is here it goes. He's going for it. It's gonna start to peak. These guys didn't die. Air Supply, they're doing fine, by the way. It's just the writer of the song. I don't want to freak anybody out. Aren't they aren't they from Australia? Uh, I think they were from Australia, actually. I could totally go down like an air supply rabbit hole right now, but I'm not gonna because there's other things that this man's responsible for. And I'm just really trying to get to the chorus here, but apparently that's not gonna happen. No, so let's do this. Can. The one that we remember. Here we go. Here's the payoff, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, making love, making love, Steve, out of nothing at all, dude, I'm going to just go ahead and silence this, Steve, you couldn't have nailed that any better, thank that's you, that's kind of weird, man, we're off to a good start, I think, that's kind of, and here's the thing, like, that song was written, I, I would, I mean, it got, uh, you know, rest in peace, but I wish I could have asked him and said, like, who broke your heart when you wrote that song, because that's not a song you just come up with. No, 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 no. Somebody ravaged your heart and he, he got a pen and a paper. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and write this song. We're making pods out of nothing at all today, Steve. Hey, listen, listen. That's what we do. You know what else we do? I give up. We do anything for love, Steve. This. this is another song that Jim Steinman wrote. Hit maker, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, for Meatloaf and Celine Dion. This poses the age-old question, Steve. I don't think I've ever asked you. Go ahead, Meatloaf, make your point. He would make... He would do anything for love. He would make love out of nothing at all. Sorry, I'm mixing my songs up. He would do anything for love, Steve. But he won't do that. Now, this isn't this is an age-old question. What do you think it is? Well, he kind of he kind of de- he kind of derailed the song in the first verse. He said, "I will do anything for love. I'll never lie to you." Like, well, then you wouldn't do anything. Oh, so like, so he he can't lie to her. That, for love? That's one thing you won't do. Oh, right yeah. off the jump, so I'm like, well, you can't say I'll never do. The whole point is, I will do anything. Never should not be in the first verse. You should be like, I'll do anything. You're starting off promising a whole bunch, Meatloaf. Bruh, listen. You like Meatloaf, don't you? I enjoy it with a little bit of ketchup and mustard on the top. Yes, I do. Maybe a little bacon mixed with some sirloin. Meatloaf? Oh, dude, come on now. You put more meat on a meatloaf. What are we, kids here? I mean, come on. This is grown-up conversation we're having here, sir. I guess, but jeez, dude, a little overkill? I just, I can't have this conversation with you, Steve. I'm not trying to be a a meat snob. But you don't like meat, so... I understand, but that's like overkill. So it's like trying to sell, you know, water to a fire. I don't think there is a meatloaf song that I like. Shall we test it? Please! Okay, why not? Does he have a song with Celine Dion? I feel like he should if he doesn't. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they should have done a song together at some point. Now, Celine Dion, oh man, I should send it to you because you, you would definitely get teared up. So there's not a lot of songs that I think you'll recognize, to be quite honest with you. See? So maybe you're right, but what about Paradise by the Dashboard Light? 
I would I could play the song, but I swear to you, it's like a 19 minute song. I would not know that song. Let me see. Maybe you would. Now, I don't know if you'll recognize this one, so I'm going to get to the stuff that you might, okay? Because yeah. all of his songs sound like this to me. All right, hold on. Here we go. Basically, Steve. Perfect. Let's stop. Now, you and I both know that teenagers, they, they do stuff in cars all over the place, right? That's what I hear. Like, we can't stop that, no. right? So that's what this song's about. But it's one, another one of those songs where I don't take offense to it, but it's like, would this song be written now? I mean, still, even if the song's not written, Steve, 17-year-olds are doing it. Well, I mean, look, like we, like we said, uh, remember at the Goodbye, to, Goodbye at Shea, Bill, Billy Joe brought Paul McCartney up and he, he did the song with the same lyric. She was just 17. Did the same lyrics, did not change it a bit as if Paul was saying, yeah, yeah, that's how I roll. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? The whole crowd sung with him. Yeah. When she was just 17. Let's get one more branch, one more tangent branch here, because now I'm curious. So when he says you were just, or excuse me, she was just 17. You know what? I and mean. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. What, what does he mean? I think she, he's saying, and I'm assuming, cause I don't believe this. She's saying he's like, dude, dude. Cookie's almost done. Bell about to ring. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> they started off, they were just like, you know, 12 <laughs> lumps on a, on a pan. But now them cookies is about to ding. I'm not even going to go down this road. I'm just saying. Do you think I, that's what he's, that's, what he's saying? I, I'm assuming that is exactly what. Now, mind you, he might have written this at 17. But I think I would change the lyrics. By, by 99, I would have changed it. I don't think he was 17 because he said she was just 17. And you know what I mean? Like if you if you would have said we were just 17, it would have been like a, a no brainer. Oh, yes, of course. I know what you mean. It goes without saying because you're just 17. You're both minors. Could have been 16. He could have been like, she's just 17. Oh, that is, so what's that mean? That let's see. But the way she looked way beyond compare. Um, no, I'm thinking because he adds the butt after. You know what I mean? That's true, dude. That you're kind of like. <laughs> He's, he, it's his defense. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, look, man, dude. she was 17. But it was normal. It was normal. Exactly. At the time. Yeah. It was normal for the time. I'm just saying, I'm not even trying to like go down that road, but like there was something about 17. Do you think it was just like these guys just couldn't wait to, to get these, these songs out? It's like, yes. I'm going to go as, as controversial as I can just to like one year difference. I mean, dude, look at Elvis and look at what's great balls of fire, dude. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, all of them were like marrying 14 and 15-year-old girls, dude. And Jerry Lee Lewis's love was his cousin. Dude, that is just weird. His uncle grandpa was really upset about that. <laughs> I don't I can't believe you made that connection so quickly. I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> that was really well done, dude. You're good at family trees. <laughs> I hope there's not an uncle grandpa in existence anyway. Oh, you what are you talking about, G? There, yeah, I don't want to talk about are. it. I don't want to go. I don't even want to get those thoughts in my head, Steve. You think in some of these cults? They're on a bunch of uncle grandpas. It's like a uh, puppy mill litter <laughs> in these colts. There's there's the bitch right there. She done bred a whole bunch of them, and that one, that old man over there we call Uncle Grandpa. I like how he has an automatic Southern accent over here. Oh, uh, I know. Was that I was kind of insinuating something, wasn't? I? Oh, but you isn't know that what? bad? No, no, no. Go ahead. What's up? No, I was just saying. Isn't that bad that I I subconsciously just go to that? No, everyone does. 
But I have like select things that I do. You know what I mean? Like for for that type of thing, yeah, you go with a little bit of this, little little bit of something like this. But then like if it's a uh, news or 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 like a uh, a grandiose scheme that I've uh, I'm trying to like get you excited behind. I start talking like I'm from the 1940s. You heard me do this before, right? Oh, for sure. And then of course, if it's like something super sleazy, you gotta talk like this. You know who who's winning in all these? Who's that? The smart person. They always get the English accent. The Englishmen are winning. Please. You could be a serial killer and be charming as hell. No question, dude. Every time someone's like, oh, like if you're holding your tea a certain way, they're like, oh, please, look at it. Immediately goes to look at this, you know, in the English accent. I'm like, they got the, and my sister told me why that is, and I totally forgot. But yeah, they got the, yeah, I'm smart. Yeah. They'd be like, you're a right cunt, aren't you? And I'd be like, thanks, man. Hey, moin. Yeah, my English accent is always, is not the exact, the smartest one. <laughs> Come on. I can see you walking around, going to spend time with Bucks, and then about like two days in, he's like, hey, mate, um, perhaps you shouldn't say that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have good intentions, mate, but they don't know you, and you're not exactly, um, how do we say, subtle. <laughs> Dude, I would be yelling, come on in everywhere. Come on in. <laughs> if someone says that to me, I'm just going to be like, did you just hear that, Bucks? Did you just hear what he said? Come on in. And don't add a governor at the end. I just, you just made my day. I don't think they really do say that. They do. Uh, my son had an English friend in his class and he's like, it's, he actually says governor a lot. And I said, wow, I thought it was a front. He was like, no, he's like, come on, governor. Yeah. Then how come when Americans do it, they look at you like you're like, shut up. Because they know you're making, like, you're not being real. We don't say that. It's like when you say, when we go up to like a, like if you went up to Steven, Wick, Samra Wickmore, and you're like, hey, let's throw some shrimp on the barbie, hey? Which, oh, of course, that is a terrible, like terrible if, Australian like if, accent. And if Sam or if, if Wickmore will walk up and be like, hey, what's going on, Hammy? I'll be like, I know you're making fun of me. <laughs> That's the first thing you'd say. <laughs> He's like, I came a long way to see you, man. <laughs> That's the first thing you do? I just flew from fucking Australia, and you're already calling me out? No, I need to, I need to visit him. I want to go there first, dude. I've seen this place enough. But you're being selfish, bro. How so? Because it's in this transaction, this is a two-way street. Multiple streets. You're making, you're, you, you say, I, I don't want you coming to me. I'd rather me go to you. Well, I do like How to, do we make plans for that? Um, well, I would love to go out. Well, we'd probably switch a roo. Oh, is that kind of party, huh? Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, sorry. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. But we, I'd go out there because I, I, I do want to see Australia. There's so many places that and the the fact that we have friends in two places that I've always wanted to go through my, for my whole life, man. I don't know. Now that the zombie apocalypse is over, it's time, dude. Did I just hear you say it's over? I mean, not over. The I think the zombie apocalypse is over. Now we're just guarding the gate from zombies. But the war hasn't been won yet. No, it's still we're still see we still see walkers. Okay, so we're like in season ten of The Walking Dead. Yeah, probably. That's like, where we are. Yeah, book book thirteen on the comic. Yeah, we're still being like, okay, we don't have things together, but we we have a community. Do you think that we're gonna have a Negan, bro? Who would I, be the Negan me? in our group? What are you talking about, man? You ain't gonna be the I'll Negan. Be Negan. You can't even kill a bug. Stop it. That's okay, but humans. Are some people might even call you a sissy at some point. They're like, look at this dude trying to talk like he's all tough and shit because he likes to argue, so he wins the arguments because that's that's how he is. But like, where's your fucking kangaroo killing now? That's mostly Negan. If you can win an argument and you can make people think you're smart, you're Negan. No, but see, Negan has Lucille and uses it. But remember, I don't think you could do in it. In the beginning, he didn't. The guy just was scared. He walked in. He was like, well, look at what we have here. It was his swagger. Dude, it was day one. 
and he used it. True, but humans are easy. Oh, don't say that. So you ain't going to tell me he don't have it. I would sooner kill a human than, a, than an animal. That's cake. Eh, I think it's a bunch of hooey, bro. I think you're talking out of your ass cheeks right now. That guy, G? I'm just saying, Steve. You actually grab spiders and put them outside Absolutely. as opposed to stepping on them. Yep. So don't give me your shit. You couldn't be the leader. You couldn't be the tough guy in this thing. I, I could be, not be the Negan. I could if I had to kill animals now. Oh, you do in order to live. <sighs> yeah. You're just going to go up to the uh, the fucking Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I've never I've never the stepped piggly. into a Piggly Wiggly in my life. Then again, you know if is? we have community, grocery store. if we have community gardening, we will never have to eat meat. See, they're going to be like, you know what? You got a point only because like we're running out of meat, which you will surprisingly fat. But the thing I think is, I'd go cannibal myself before I turned. Would you really? vegetarian yeah why not it's the apocalypse well like the you know someone broke it down scientifically what would happen during the zombie apocalypse there wouldn't be no zombie there would be no zombie apocalypse they're like there's too many animals and the zombies will be eaten before they even got into civilization because animals will be like we have wounded meat just walking around they would just be like oh we're in yeah ladies and gentlemen we're good we're good which is a shame because the zombie apocalypse would for about three hours be really interesting. Then after that, I'm like, okay, okay. Well, like the 28 days later and the, and the dawn of the dead, the Zach train Snyder, to those, yeah, those running ones, it would be, Mm-mm. it would be really, really fast. I'd get sick of that in about 30 minutes. I'd get sick of that really fast. So like, would you just give up? No, I think I would. I'd be like, you know, I can't deal with this shit on a daily basis. You know what? Have me. No, dude. No, I would have Done. to. Um, no, I would have Dunzo. to live. I would have to live. I'd have to because I think I could out. I'm like we could at least outweight them. We could outweight them. Like just the only thing they they we can just outweight and chill. But if if it's one of those things where after a year they're becoming smarter, like if one of them said hello, I'd be like, oh, we're dead. They learned how to talk. We're we're done, dude. But if they're still stupid, we can win. What if the first thing a zombie said was, "Come on, man, come on." Would you be threatened? Would you be <laughs> Would you be like, okay, I think we can do this? I'd be like, he's smart. <laughs> I kind of like him. He's a very charming zombie. He could be our Negan. Because <laughs> you certainly can't. That's what I would say from behind somebody. You know who could be a Negan, dude? Who's that? Johnny Bucks. Bucks couldn't be a Negan. Dude, he's I, too I spiritual. No, no offense, Bucks. I would listen to him. I would listen to him. I think, I think that, uh, that uh, Bucks would be more of a Rick. Here's the thing. The most dangerous people in the history were not violent people. They were the people that knew how to be uh, charismatic. That's what wins. Charisma wins everything. The most dangerous people have convinced other people to do the most horrendous things on behalf of them. Like, and I think that's the thing. Like when you're in the zombie apocalypse, if you get the most, if you get the rock being like the president, like he was a great actor, but oh my God, he's now, he's like the head now. You know, that's scary. I, no offense, Bucks, but I think I'm going to have to give this one to Wick, Wickmara. Wickrama. Jesus, I can't even Dude, say your name, he, bro. Yeah, I'm what's sorry. Going on, man? You know what? At least I didn't call him. <laughs> Let's see. What have you called Steven over the over the course of Handsome, this podcast? Dashing, you referred amazing. to him as a who's the tall guy? That's the, the podcaster. A podcast? The really tall Steven something. Huh? Um, I know For Ricky Gervais, that guy. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That guy, you referred to him as that. I've also referred to him as handsome, amazing, good looking. Uh, you know what? That sounds like a backpedal. Dashing, tall. Backpedaling. I think he, he looks like he's 6'7. I'm going 6'7. No. no. 
How do you, how do you know? Smart. Because you see, the thing is, is that he's, you're talking about a genius here, a literal genius. I do believe this. And I think that he sees through your ruse. No, I've seen pictures, dude. Okay. He's a large man. I'm going 5'11". Oh, no. You're out of your freaking mind. 5'11". That's what no. I'm calling it. No. He's about 5'13". That's it. I'm giving him. Okay. At the least, he's 6'4". At the least, dude. Steven is, is 5'11". Are you going? I don't know this, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah, that's not. You can hit him up right now. He, it's, he's probably sleeping, Steve. You, you Get him up. You know what? You disrespectful son of a gun. Get him. You want someone waking you up in the middle of the night? You know who's taller than I thought he was? Johnny Bucks. Yeah, I, I now see John strikes me as tall. I'm thinking John is probably 6'2". Johnny Bucks is six. Well, according to his podcast, he's six foot. That's true. He just said that on the last he episode. Did. I did listen, John. I'm sorry. Time well, is, I mean, time is uh, hey, you, you pay short for me. To what you like want, me. I'm short. You know? You're not. Well, you, okay. Okay. Let's look. Can we put this? Let's air this out. What is short, Dan? You know what? I'm just going to say I'm not tall. How's that? What is tall? Well, you tell me. You're a smart guy. You seem to know the answer about everything. I love that we're just arguing for no reason because there's nothing. Something out of nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dude. Instead of arguing, I have. Mm-hmm. I just got put on to. No, not put on. There's two songs randomly that has no business in Steve's playlist that has been on repeat this last week, both of which are going to shock you. Okay. Number one, taking it easy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Jesus no, no, no. We're going to sit here for a minute. Uh-huh. What's your problem with taking it easy? It's basically a country song. You know this, right? Listen. Well, I'm a running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Tell me that you can't sing that with a country drawl, and that is a fucking country song. That's not how he sings it. Taking it easy. Or even better, let's put a little, little something like it. Taking it easy. Taking it easy. Yeah, it's a country song. See, I was driving on her and with the windows down. Just loving life. Dude. <laughs> dude, I was like, this song's good. People should get on this. Yeah, people, you know what, guys? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve's pick of the week. Try this little band called the Eagles. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of them. It's some hipster shit. Fucking <laughs> Steve. Okay, and then and then the second song is Viva Las Vegas uh-huh. has been on repeat. Like which one? Viva Las Vegas. Well, I mean, naturally. Why? Why not? Are you planning a trip? Is that what it is? No, Are you starting no. To get in the mode? I, I just... Are you that guy that when you start right when you see the lights, you know what I mean? Like you're driving <laughs> past Baker. And then it's dark, and then all of a sudden you like see the lights, and you're like, hey, Maj, we're here, bud. That's such a good song, dude. He's like, Dad, we are here. Steve's like, yes. Bright light city, gonna <laughs> set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. <laughs> That's such a good song, dude. Steve, Dad, why do you like this song so much? I'll tell you why. Because there's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. Yeah. That's a fantastic song. Sorry, I sang in your ears, everyone. I apologize. It's such a fantastic song, dude. It's it's good stuff. I mean, dude. I like it. I clearly I know the words. <laughs> you know? It's a I mean, Elvis, uh, I only like two well, I, after watching the doc, I like two Elvis songs, Memories and and Viva Las Vegas. I'm like, those are two good songs I like from Elvis. Solid, solid songs. But other than that, um, like my my biological dad, he was an Elvis just Elvis and Bruce Lee. Those are the two people that he just worshipped. And I just never got, I never got it. I never understood um, the Elvis situation. Bruce Lee, I got. I'm like, okay, I get, I get the Bruce Lee thing. Elvis, I just, I never understood. And now I'm like, okay, I, I get why people like him so much. 
I appreciate Elvis. When you watch that documentary, that's what that's it a is. Heartbreaker. That's a heartbreaker. You got all in tune with him. You're like, hey, he is like me, and I unlike him. We are just people. He is a he was it was a tortured existence. <laughs> <laughs> Would you eat a fried peanut butter and banana sandwich? No. No, I would. I would like him, once what, what he had that I, I never thought of that. I'm like, oh, that comes with fame. He had a list of things that could never run out in his refrigerator. It was a command. If you saw it getting low, that better always be full. And it was a list of like 40 things. Right. Where, like, do you remember any of the highlights of them? Oh, it was like peanut butter, mayonnaise, bananas. Uh, uh, because that's a sandwich. Milk. Like random things. Yeah, where he's you like, know, that guy was a was a whole milk drinking dude, cat, too. Dude, and he's like, these things, if I come to my refrigerator and they are almost empty, it's a problem. So they had it stocked at all times with these. And he said, other than that, I'm good. Just keep my refrigerator stocked with these things. I said, you know, with, with fame, that's a thing. Let's see what's in the refrigerator here. It's a big ass refrigerator. It's got an echo. <laughs> all right. Look like the king got him nanners. All right. There's the peanut butter. And we got a mayo. Wait. What the fuck is this? This ain't best foods. Hey, who the fuck got me miracle whip? Whip, huh? You're, all, you're gonna die. You're gonna fucking die. Take this, Mur- Murray, take him out right now and just kill this motherfucker. Priscilla, get him. Off with his fucking head. I'm the goddamn king and I make it so. I really do apologize today. <laughs> Why are you apologizing? I don't know, because I'm, I feel wayward. Oh. You know, stop it. I've lost my sense of direction. Perhaps I require, uh, you know, Hare Krishna or something like that. You know what's here? Here's the thing. I know somebody that actually does that. Oh, yeah. The Krishna. Yeah. Wikrama. Really? I don't know. He seems like he probably knows. Why are you bagging on Wikrama? No, because I know he knows something. And I can't even say your name, Stephen. I'm just going to call you Stephen because Wikrama is not coming out. It's like I'm saying Wikmara and I don't know why. Because you're not fluent in his name. Well, at least I know his name. I just say it twice really well. Yeah, because I told you what? five minutes ago. So. Hey, Steve, I got some bad news. I'm not even going to go with any uh, noise news thing. We're, we're kind of we might as well continue on with this uh, showering of celebrity death this week. Let's do it. Remember this song, Steve? Yep. Steve's just not going to talk this episode. Ladies and gentlemen. Doc G, dead this week. You know who he was? He was a freak of the industry. You got that, Shock G. And when you see us backstage, be prepared to What's up? Oh, you're so good. He was so good. Remember Kiss You and I Kiss You Back? That was the one that all of the West Coast was bumping. All right, let's go. Go, go pop. Yeah, shimmy, shimmy, this was the one, pop, dude. Shimmy, it was over. <laughs> I mean, we were like, oh no, this, this guy, these guys are it. It's over. Yeah, but you know what? Shock G got a little bit uh a little bit violent at the end of that song. Yeah, hit you and I'll hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you but he's being honest. He's like, but if you hit, like we're we got a vibe going on right now. If you kiss me, I'm gonna kiss you back. But if you hit me, it's on. He has, I mean, there's no other rapper that has an an, a, an alternate persona that just shows up. <laughs> Isn't that great, though? He recorded as Shock G and Humpty. And Humpty Hump. That's amazing, dude. Oh. That's amazing. And not only that, he did it so convincingly that there were years where we would argue of whether they were the same person or not. 
Now, Steve. Did he have a twin? Okay, a twin, maybe. But I mean, come on. We all knew. Oh, no, no, no. Because here, you got to take go back to you're 11, 12 years old. No one has ever done this. There is no pattern. For I was this. practically a grown ass man when this came out. So I understand as a kid. You were like 17. It's nothing. I was just 17, Steve, but you know what I mean. Oh, you know, it's true. That is very true. Yeah, Shock G, man. He, and then his, you know, he produced, uh, you know, Pox album and. He uh he did I get around which was a that I get around was everywhere everywhere that song, but it was a perfect song for me. It was a perfect hip hop song for me, and uh, yeah, man, Shock G, dude, Digital Underground. I mean, man, you never know. You know, you give them props, but you never know. You're always like, oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna be around. Some of these folks are not gonna be around, so give them their flowers when they're alive. He got his flowers. People love that man. You know, he got a lot of love from a lot of people. So, man, rest in peace, Shock G. Holy crap. Real quick, one last one, because you know what? Yeah. We talked about the other ones. Uh, Black Rob died this week, Steve. Hit it. What you got for me? Like, whoa. Uh, Black Rob, he's a, he's a, um, a lot of people are going to feel a certain way about, about, number one, they love him. And they're going to feel a certain way about Puffy and his, 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 his interactions with Rob, how he did him wrong and stuff. I don't think... Puffy had anything to do with what happened in later life. He was a great rapper. His career didn't end up the way we wanted it to, but we do need to start talking about how we make sure we keep holding up these rappers as they age. We need to we need to figure out a union or something because it is just sad. I'ma miss you, Black Rob. Your 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 song was everywhere. Everywhere. Like Woe was everywhere. You you had lyrics, you had flow, gonna miss you. Uh, passed away far too soon far too soon really young um love you and i love the song man I love all i love your albums you know gonna miss you black rob hey steve you know who loved this album you know who loved this song you know who this is like his favorite song in the world Jesus, who? keanu reeves oh. thank you <laughs> <laughs> something out of nothing ladies and gentlemen that's what i'm calling this one you know what, Steve, I'm going to say this. And like, let's say this was a radio show. Even the worst radio shows, the co-host will usually like do a fake laugh. That's all I'm saying. I did. You just didn't hear me. Yeah, that's because your microphone sucks, dude. What's up with this? You need to get a self-condenser one. This dude is on one today. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you all right? No, I just, I, I noticed something, I think, because you have a dynamic mic, right? Sure. Yeah. Do you not? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you have to be like up on it to, to be heard, correct? Uh, not really. I mean, I, okay. So move your head two feet to the left and talk. Hello. You're not moving too. I am to the moving left. two feet to the. Well, the thing is, I have it set because um, <laughs> I had to switch my settings because of the album. Uh, I move a lot. I dance when I'm singing, and I had to set it so that I could move. Otherwise, can I film you dancing and put it on the website? Hell no. Why not? I'm sure debt. No, Daniel. You said you can do anything. I think you're probably a good dancer. That's not going to happen, dude. Maybe if I'm, I'm recording with, at Daniel's place, maybe he'll film it. When are you recording? Oh, shoot. I don't We're redoing a, a, a Phil Collins, Philip Bailey song with his artist. So what? You're going to be. Are you saying that you're going to be Philip Bailey? I am. Really? Who's the artist? Um, you know, uh, his oh, J, uh, J.D. Gar, uh, J.D. Garza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing Easy Lover with him? Sure am. Can I come? No. Why? <laughs> no. See, you're so full of shit. I was like, yeah, we got to get you in there. We got to get you in there. But not for me. Why not? Am I not, am I not special enough to you to be included in Man, that? are you okay 
are you in a mood, Dan? I am, if this is the case. <laughs> Why would you not allow that? Yeah, absolutely, you could be there. No, 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 yeah, so you're sure. just saying that to humor me now, and then you'll just ignore it. No, I'm it. not. No, you could be there. Why did you initially say no? I don't care. Because it was a joke. I don't think so. I think That's it's, a, it's like, like a, you can't be hanging out with us artists and stuff. What? You know? I'm just saying, your initial what? answer was no. I'm a little hurt right now. Maybe what? I don't want to come now. I do, though. That's what she said. Oh, they always say that. That's what they say. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this might be the worst show we've ever done. What do you think about that? It, I, um, the uh, worst one I've I'm ever gonna, done. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we're gonna pull, I think we're gonna actually uh, nail it toward the end. You think so? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close out strong. Absolutely. All right. Fair enough. So then you're gonna go ahead and include me. Then we'll move along. But you're gonna go ahead and include me when you guys. Absolutely. Daniel, I know Steve's gonna flake on me, dude. And if it's and if it's okay with you, Daniel, I would like to be there. Fair enough. That's totally right now. Fair. You're texting him. To, Don't let him come. It, Don't let him come. <laughs> no, dude. He doesn't listen to me like that. Daniel ain't going to listen to me like that. Don't man. do it, Daniel. This is a special moment. I could be there. Daniel's all business. I loved that song, dude. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Okay, then I'm in the... I, I think it's fine. <laughs> but you're going to do it. Yeah. I'll make it amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you, how did you still make that laugh while sucking your own dick at the same time? That was weird. Hey, it's, it's, it's difficult. Hey, look, like Prince said, if you don't believe in yourself, no one will. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Steve, you take over. I think I failed the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Something out of nothing, ladies and gentlemen. No, here's, what, here's what I tell you. You are, it, it's amazing that uh, that is not a song I would have picked that you liked, um, Easy Lover. Oh, it's, it's good shit. I turn it up. Matter of fact, we were coming back from UC Davis just a few days ago, and I took the long way home just to hear the song. Really? Also a great song, Take the Long Way Home by Supertramp. Um, if I'm being real. You took the long way home and just to listened hear it, to Easy Lover. Easy yes. Lover. That's a good, here's what I'll tell you. It's a fine song. It's not one of Philip Bailey or Phil Collins' best, but it's a fine song. Never claimed that. I just said I like it. Oh, I know. I know. But I'm saying it's, it's something that you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's not great. It's just fine. I really like the song. You know what it was for me? It was I was a kid, right? Very much into Phil Collins and Genesis. And I was very much into Earth, Wind & Fire because my uncles played it for me all the time. So when the two things came together. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Magic. I mean, yeah. Phil Collins, I've always been a Phil Collins fan. I've always been. Uh, I, I like Genesis a lot. I think I'm more, if I really go song for song, I may be more of a Genesis fan than a Phil Collins fan. If I go song for song. So I, I feel like this it. is in the archives already, so I won't approach it. No, with I think old... we talked about it. Already. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. And if not, it's not interesting enough to go into the archives. Oh, we could make it interesting if we wanted to. <laughs> it just depends on the mood you're in, Steve. I'm willing uh, to challenge. I'm willing to uh, push the push the limits. Yeah, uh, I, I we're, let's just go on a limb and just be like, who knows? Maybe I. I but I'm gonna go. I, I think it's. Uh, I'm more of a Genesis fan. Name five Genesis songs off the top of your head. Um, Land of Confusion. Uh, tonight, tonight. I like um, Jesus. He knows me. I like. Um, let me pull out a. You like eighties Genesis? I do like eighties. I don't like I can't dance. Ugh, that's a horrible song. I do not like that. You know, but I do like the dude when Dude Split made Mike of the Mechanics. I like that one song. What was the song? Um, uh, I know it. I just want to see if you do. I believe you. I just want to know if you know the name. 
I think I'm thinking there's two songs that that actually are Michael Mecha- Mike and the Mechanics. Yes. One of which always I get confused with someone's knocking at my door. Who? And that's uh, take him in, take it in again. The same intro is for both those songs. And I'm always like, oh, that's just like someone's knocking at my door. I can think of three hits by Mike and the Mechanics. Oh, dude. Um, uh, okay, I'm thinking take him in. I'm thinking uh, take him uh, in. Is it in take it in? Taken in. Taken in. Taken in. Taken in again. Um, Mike and the Mechanics? Isn't that Mike and the Mechanics? Taken in? Uh, I'm looking right now. Let's see. Because if it is, it's one of those like, uh, that means that you like you bought the album or something. I'm, or I'm just. Maybe it's Taken It Easy. Oh, it is Taken In. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I've heard this one. Okay. Just like, is this it? Somebody knocking at the door. It's the same intro. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Okay. So did you like buy the album? No, I just knew about, I, like I said, I mean, I, I would be always in my, my bedroom learning songs on the piano and that came on the radio. I wanted to learn it. I've yeah. never heard that song on the radio and I didn't even get to the chorus. Maybe if I got, hold on, let me just get to the chorus real quick. You have. Let's see. Do me a favor. What's the chorus start off with? Um, there it is. You know the song. Yeah, that's garbage, dude. That's a trash song. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good song. And then the other Mike and the Mechanics is... um. What's that freaking... There's like? two that you're going to say. The, the one that I'm... There's three songs, but you're going to say okay. one of two. And right. I know it's not the good one. It's... um. It's the one that was super popular. Well, these three songs were all very prop- popular. Love. Is it? This is the song you're thinking of, I bet. Right here. The Living Years. Yeah, see? There it is. That's the one I remember. I didn't really, I didn't like that song. I Let's like see. Taken In. You like Taken In better than this one, huh? Oh, dude. Let's see. Yes, dude. Here we go. The new Toyota RAV4. Take a trip with your family across the country. Be secure in knowing that you're in the safest car imaginable. That's what the song sounds like to me, like an auto, uh, an auto commercial or something. And this is why I kind of didn't. I, this song's okay, but you know what got me was the kids singing in the background. That's here's the thing. You know what that song reminds? Here's the tor- the song, the sort of song that is. It's that whole, um, that chorus thing where you have like the choir behind you. It's like that other song. I for- I don't know, forgot the name, but it's like, uh, we're the forest and the dun 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 dun. That, oh, oh, oh. It's that same thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Trust in Toyota. Mm. And he's really over singing it too. He's like, he's like, how save you see yeah it's not a good song i'm not feeling it bro that song's trash too everywhere but there's there's two more songs now uh let's see if you can get this one come on steve how quickly can you get it i've never heard this shanks knows already shanks knows the producer and shit already he's already said it all of it
Here you go. By the way, those nope. are great lyrics, by the way. Go if you want to go. Stay if you want to stay. Shall I get to the magic here? Holy stole it from the mamas and the papas, but yeah. Here you go. Here you go. All I need is a miracle. Oh! That's Mike and the Mechanics? That's Mike and the Mechanics. Not a good song. But then, when they th- their like debut song, though, was uh, this one right here. And it was really weird. It was like a, it was a video that seemed like it was meant for a movie like it should have like it should have been the the soundtrack hit for the movie uh, i recommend you watch this this video by the way because i'm like oh what is this and then nothing never came out it was just this weird video yeah. you know this one not yet here i'll just give you the here's the chorus nothing no you call yourselves a mike and the mechanics fan i was never a mike and the mechanics fan. <laughs> <laughs> something out of nothing steve what I, i'm telling you i'm just i'm just pulling stuff out of my butt not literally of course yeah it, it, you know the funny thing is uh reading the book he said uh uh, my my uh, the the whole group of Genesis. He's like, look, we're gonna be honest. We wanted Phil Collins to be popular, but they're not that popular. And I thought that was the most honest thing I've ever read in the book. Like, yeah, we didn't want him to be that popular. He's too popular. We wanted him to leave and be okay. We didn't want him to be that popular. And and I was like, you know what? That's an honest thing for a group to say. Yeah, we don't want you to be popular like that. We want you to only be popular with us. And I think he made his best music with them. It's just Phil Collins, man. He's a force of nature that just slipped into a lead role. More power to that brother. What was that guy's name? Mike. Mike Mechanic. Rutherford. I think it was Mike Rutherford. If I'm not mistaken. Sounds right. Mike Rutherford. Yeah, he got Jason Newsteaded. Like Metallica did that to Jason Newstead. <laughs> They're like, hey, we don't want you to be any bigger than Metallica, so we're gonna turn down your bass and we're not gonna let you record any solo work. <laughs> I get that. I mean, it's I, I think it's tough because man, like when people think Genesis, they think Phil Collins. Unfortunately, I don't even think they. Um, a lot of people don't even think P- Peter Gabriel. I'd be curious as how and how many people think Genesis think P- Peter Gabriel automatically, like off the jump. But you're saying that Genesis is definitely uh, a favorite, in, in as opposed to Phil Collins. No, oh, for me, I know more. I'm more Genesis songs than Phil Collins songs. All right, I'm gonna name some. You just tell me what you think, okay? I'm just curious. Then we'll move along. Uh, Invisible Touch. That's a Genesis. Great song, right? Uh-huh. In too deep. Mm. That might be Phil Collins. Nope, Genesis. Genesis, huh? Yeah, let's see. Uh, let me mix it up a little bit for you. Okay, how about uh, That's All? Oh, that's Genesis. Yes, very good. Okay, I'm done with this game. Abacab, though, that's the song. That's the one that we really need to just be. Do you know Abacab? No. Now, that's Genesis. Boo. Listen to this. I do not know Abacab. <laughs> Come on. Is this one of the 70s CDs they did? You know what? Honestly, who gives a fuck about Genesis right now? You know, Steve? We got stuff. A lot of people. Genesis is a great group. They have the weirdest, the the weirdest um, mutation. The the craziest story and still becoming famous is the fact that they they were popular, grew totally, totally normally, like most people did back in the day, got huge. 
had a crazy lead singer that would do weird things with a costume. He quits. They use the drummer as the new lead singer and explode again. That is unheard of. And they did it. I got to give them like, wow, that's, that's incredible. That just means you're a good group. When you can be like, yeah, we could just flip, flip out a new, we can flip out a lead singer and, and we'll still be huge. Do you know the background? I mean, I know you just kind of gave me a background, but do you know if there's any kind of like bad blood or if there was between Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins? No, none. He, a matter of fact, um, in the, they said that they, because they recently did an interview with all of them in the last few years. Uh, all of them talked. They're like, oh, no, we all still chilled. I think they recorded some things at Peter Gabriel's uh, home studio, Genesis. Um, but there was no, I mean, they were kind of upset that he kind of left him in the lurch, though. <laughs> like, he legit dipped. He just like wanted one, to be a solo guy, right? Which makes sense because he would do these. They're like, we would be doing these uh, interludes. And we're like, where's Peter? Oh, he's getting changed into his weird monster outfit <laughs> for the, you know, for the. I'm like, and you just kind of like, okay, that's what he does. And he started being the the story uh, that you read in the paper. Peter Gabriel's next new outfit for the recent concert. And they're like, oh, it's a Peter Gabriel show now. All the lights and and all the fog. He's like, surprisingly enough, lights weren't a big thing back then. No one was doing it. We did it. And then fog was unheard of. And we did that. And uh, then, then dude just left and started doing his own thing. He became big. But I still don't think. I mean, maybe. Who do you think is more famous? Peter Gabriel or Genesis and Phil Collins? I would say Phil Collins. Really? I think so. Well, what have you heard from Peter Gabriel lately? Nothing lately, but I haven't heard anyone talk about Phil Collins' album like they talk about through your, through your eyes. No one talks about a Phil Collins song like that song. They no, like that's revere, not true. They revere that album, dude. And I don't. I do not revere. I think it's a good album. What's on that? Is it like Salisbury Hill? Um, I think it's, let me look. Because I know, um, I do like through your eyes. In your eyes. In your eyes. I, but for me, there's, uh, I only listen to it to say that I listened to the album. That's the only reason I did. And I was just like, I get why people like it, but they're, dude, Phil Collins came with a monster, like a monster album. And, uh, I don't think he gets the respect. He gets the fame, but you know, when I, when I hear best songwriters, Phil Collins isn't mentioned and he should be, he's written some, he, he's written some beasts, man. So Peter Gabriel Beast would be considered Games Without Frontiers, Sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah but on the album So. So like he 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 had a full on album, but I don't know, man. I don't I'm looking at this right now, and this is just my opinion, of course. There's in your eyes. Big time. It's a great So song. really, I think the album So from 1986 is probably his that's big his movie. monster. That that's his monster. About. Yeah. But then that's it. That's true. But then Phil Collins just keeps going and going and going. He starts writing for Disney. He gets the, the I'm not saying it's a great song, but it's like the Tarzan, whatever it's that fine. one is. You'll be it's in my fine. heart. Yeah, it's fine. Right. But yeah. uh, I mean, in the air tonight, um, can't hurry love. I know it's a cover. He's got tons of hits, dude. dude I he think, has I think, hit after hit. Yeah, I think he's definitely the bigger beast between the two. I'm in my opinion, he is. There's no question. But when you put in. I mean, here, here's what I'll, I, I think that uh, I think people go to see Peter Gabriel for the spectacle of it. I'm <laughs> looking at some of these pictures when he was younger, dude. You ever seen when he's dressed up like a sunflower? Dude. <laughs> Mind you, he was doing this when no one was really doing that. 
Nah, I think he was copying Ziggy Stardust. You think so? Yeah, I think he for went sure. way overboard. No, he I mean, dressed up like as a membrane, a cell membrane or something. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, it's a mitochondria. Get it right, it's you can't. So strange, dude. But I mean, more power to that dude. I I, I get him props because uh, they did it the old fashioned way, where you just do empty clubs and then you have four people in a club, then you have twenty people in. The, like they just did it the old fashioned grind way, and became great. They became great, dude. And um. I, I know that, uh, you know, Phil Collins has written, I think he's written way more hits. Phil Collins written, he's written so many hits, I couldn't even name them, dude. He's written hit after hit after hit after hit after hit, dude. Does he write songs for other people? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, well, he wrote Easy Lover. Well, that's still technically him, though. Technically him, true. Whose album was that on? Uh, Phillips. Okay, that's what I thought. I do believe it was on Phillips, but he was on the, he's on the um, front, him and... Philip Baylor on the front. Well, of course. Of course yeah, and I, Philip asked, he, uh, I guess he was close to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Philip asked him to produce it because everything at that moment, everything that Phil Collins touched was turning to, to gold. So he's like, uh, hey, I want you to record or produce my whole album. He, I mean, he did. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I'm just looking at this crazy yes, list from Phil Collins, dude. He's good. clearly the B. I know, I'm, we're already past that, but I'm just, I'm, astounded by the number of hits this dude has written hey i got a question for you and then we'll talk about what we watched have you ever gotten into pink floyd no i think you should steve i think this might be I did something try. where you did what did you yeah. listen to um the, what's what'd the, you start with what's the one that everyone says you have to listen is it the wall that's what i'm wondering if you started off with the wall that might be too I'm weird like, for uh, you i got I about think, 15 minutes and i was like yeah i'm cool i think you need to you have a good set of headphones i know you do i think you need to get dark side of the moon and wish you were here. Listen to those albums and tell me what you think. Come back to me and let me know. Seriously, I'm as a favor to me. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious because I think there's some shit going on in those albums that you're gonna you're gonna be forced to address. Like, oh wow, I like what they did here. There's little. They were just very technical and they used a lot of different crazy loop, um, not loops. I'm sorry, tracks. They just had there's a whole bunch of different tracks on there. They got very technical on those albums. I think you'd, you'd dig. I them. would at least appreciate it. I mean, here's what I do believe. 30, 40, 50 million people cannot be totally and utterly crazy. I have come to believe that in my life. Where I'm just like, that dude sold 60 million dollars. Oh, I hate him. Yeah, hold on of now. course. It's all asshole opinions. Yeah, you know? like, hold on. Do you hate? I mean, give it a shot. Because 60 million people just can't be like, we're all crazy. Like, that goes no, for anything, listen though. listen to it. Huh? Yeah, because there's things that we think are total garbage that people love. Because you know why we know that? Because they're on our radar. Here's what I'll say. I don't know. Oh, this is a, I will try this out this week. Um, I don't think the top 10 all time selling albums. I don't think that I will hate any of them. I think I'm going to think they're all good because that many people just by the number can't be wrong. I think I'm going to at least like most of those. like, say, maybe I won't listen to it a bunch of times, but I'll say that's a good album. I get why it's so so many. That's a decent album. The top 10 all, I mean, I already know the Eagles are there. I already know Thriller's there. I'm sure Fleetwood Mac is there. Um, I'm sure all the albums are decent. Top 10 albums of all time? Top 10 selling albums of all time. Oh, this is worth looking into real quick. I got to see what this is. Because I know they're not bad. And if someone's like, well, this album sucks. I'm like, have you missed it? <laughs> top <laughs> have you 10 listened? selling albums. All time. 
I also want to know your thoughts on heart one of these days. I have one. No, I don't know if you do, actually. Have a heart. I love that song. All right. Do you have it pulled up? No. Do you want to take a guess on what the number 10 best-selling album of all time is? All right. This I love doing. I don't know if the listeners will. (laughs) (laughs) But you know this is my thing. I know. Let's do it. All right. Is this a group? No. It's a solo artist. Yes, sir. Uh, Male or female? Male. Mm. Hard rock? No. Ooh, we're getting interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's getting interesting. Is this the sort of album I would like to listen to on a drive through Malibu, say? I really have no clue. I think you enjoy listening to the album. Okay. I know you've heard it. R&B? Yep. R&B album is the number 10? Mm Mm-hmm. Is he or she still alive? Nope. It's Prince. Nope. Close. Michael? Mm-hmm. Which one? Off the wall. Bad, sir. Just like your guess. Bad is the number 10? Gee, how did that sell so many freaking albums? I don't know. I remember when that <laughs> album came out, I was like torn culturally. Jesus. Not culturally, but like like pop culturally, I was like torn because I went, I was in LA, I remember this, in Chino actually, at the mall with my cousin. And I go in to buy Bad and suddenly I see the, what was it? The uh, the nine ninety nine EP from Metallica. It was like this in between Master yeah. of Puppets and Injustice for All. Yeah. Had to buy them at the same time. I was torn. It's like Homegirl. Natalie and Bruglia? Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I like it, Steve. Here's the thing. Um, okay. <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the problem with what we're about I said, to do. I can't with. decide. I'm torn. Okay. Whatever. What's up? <laughs> um, Maj, we just argued this and we got mm-hmm. so ar- We He said, I over, he's like, there's people that don't give Quincy Jones enough credit. You give him too much credit. Cause I say bad is not a good album. And he argues me to the death. And I'm like, 60% of Michael Jackson was Quincy Jones. That was 60% of Michael's um, popularity. And, my, and my, Maj was like, no, if there was no Quincy, he'd still be. No, he wouldn't. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. bad is not a good album, people. It says it on the fucking cover. It's it's here's what sold the bad album, the bad tour. Well, That's Thriller what sold, sold the bad album, but it was the t- remember that bad tour, the yeah. monster tour he went on that sold that album. Yeah. So in the top ten, I'm I'm cutting it short Jesus, here. From the top ten, Michael Jackson is the bookend. Okay, he has the bookend. So okay. Thriller being number one. I'm just gonna go through them real quick and then go we'll get to it. Over. We're, we'll we'll start wrapping the show up here. Let's do it. All right, so number eight, excuse me, number nine, we talked about it earlier, Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell, released in 1977. It spent 522 weeks on the UK album chart, Steve. You are kidding me. 522. Oh, it spawned a musical in 2017 of the same name. To the UK charts. Oh, oh, you hear that, Bucks? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on. Huh? <laughs> so let's just calm down. They picked. All right. Yeah, I didn't say it, Bucks. I'm with you. I, it's I, been I 483 it. weeks on the uke. Oh, okay, there we go. It spent 755 weeks sitting on a shelf in a tower records. Come on. Jim. All right. Talk. Number eight, BG, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, totally absolutely. Agree. It's got to be in question? there. What are you talking uh, about? Listen to this. Number seven, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. That's Ooh. where you got to start, Steve. That's what I got to start. Please do. I really, I'm very curious about that. I'm asking you. You can even throw one at me and I'll listen and we'll come back and we'll talk about it. But I think you should listen. Like, give a very good listen to. Maybe we um, should listen to Bad again. Dark, nah. <laughs> I think we both know, we right, both know how that goes. <laughs> uh, number six, ACDC, Back in Black. Huh. 
That's probably a certified good sales twenty nine point four million. That is, okay. Like should, it's, that seems low. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Before we go forward, understand that when they say twenty nine million sold, it's not like today. People went to the store. Twenty nine million people went to the store and picked up the album. Gee, that's a lot. Just to hear this. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, they do that song? That's the shit, dude. ACDC, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see them, even still, go see ACDC. Oh, I didn't know that they were still about. Uh, they just came about again. Oh, I didn't know. I thought they had shuffled the mortal coil. My bad. Now, this is surprising. I understand it is more importantly because of the single that this album produced, but it's a soundtrack. Number five best-selling album, Steve, is a soundtrack. Any guesses? If it's a soundtrack, it has to be The Bodyguard. Well done, sir. Yeah. Well done. 28.4 million people Jesus walking into a store and saying, Christ. can I get that song with that lovely lady? You know, the one. Hey, David Foster. She's, she's ruining the Dolly Parton song, but that's the one I like. Do- David Foster is a rich man. Let's just say that, number one. David Foster doobie, 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 is doobie, 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 a rich person. Um, but, uh, but there's some hits on that song. Um, like, not only... Um, uh, 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 I will always love you. There's a bunch uh-huh. of na- there's uh Queen of the Night is a great song. But it's just Whitney Houston can sing the phone book. <laughs> it's going to be decent. Um so yeah, great album. Next. Number 4. This one's been popular on the TikToks. It's not so much anymore, but it is from a certain song, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. Of course, dude. Dreams was the song I was referring to, but I wanted to see if you'd go, "Yes, it's Dreams. I know what you're talking about." But that's old news in the internet world, right? Like that, I, that whole dream that thing that was gone a minute ago. Yeah, that was a, that was like saying what up or where's the beef at this point? <laughs> where's the beef? Jesus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. That. that was a great commercial. I'm going to have to pull this one up. OK, now this one, Steve, number three. Yeah, is a country artist, female country artist. Any guesses? Yeah. Shania Twain. Very, very good. She's terrible, Steve. No, she's not. See, this is where we get into the whole thing of like. Like, oh, obviously I'm wrong because a whole, like, well, it's in this case, 29.6 million She's people really walked good, in She's good. and got it. What do you like about her? Um, she, number one, she knows exactly what songs to pick. She knows what her voice can do and cannot do. And she does. I'll rephrase the question. Yeah. What songs do you like? Feels like a woman. Oh, and I like that. Um, the way I feel. What song is that? Oh, no. And I love still the one. I Still the love one's about that the only song, song yeah. dude. That's a good song. It's a very well-written oh, song. Oh, what a great song that I'm is. I'm going to give her that. And she, like this, I remember everyone was like, like Shania's on fire dude, back in the really, day. she's really, really, she's Canadian and killed it in the country music scene. <laughs> you heard this one? Let's do it. Ow. All right, you're listening to Shania Twain. This is, you're listening to the K-Cow. 94.6 FM. Nothing? No. Make go she does to the this, course, she goes. Course. She goes. Okay. So you're a rocket that don't impress me much. <laughs> and you notice she doesn't, she's, she totally is just a Canadian singing country music. She doesn't even put a twang on it. She's like, I see a market. Let me do that market. And she did it. More power to her, man. These are the things that don't impress her, okay? Okay. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. <laughs> Brad Pitt and rocket scientist. Let's see if there's any more. Let's see if there's got to be another one here. I mean, she seems like she's a tough customer. Here we go. 
Like this, like really, whoever's coming to her with this one just doesn't have a lot. Here we go. Okay, so you got a car. That don't. <laughs> wow, a driving ast- uh, uh, astronaut. No, it's not. That looks like Brad Pitt. That looks like Brad Pitt. Interesting. She's like, okay, so you've got a three pound cock. That don't impress <laughs> me much. She's good, dude. She's really good. You know what it is? I'm not being fair to Shania, Steven. This is why. Because when that album was very popular, I worked in a uh, in a medical records office. So we're seven people that are just on top of each other all the time because it's a small place, right? And whenever Shania would come on, this was back in the day. And I'm not making this up. This was back in the day when everyone was like line dancing and shit. And they, the, the women would start line dancing. And I was just like, I'm just, I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah, I, I think not. she's, and listeners, tell me if I'm wrong, that she got cheated on and then married the she got cheated on, her husband got with the woman, and she got with the person who got cheated on also. I think they got married. So it all worked who? out for the best. Mutt Lang? No, Mutt Lang cheated on her. And I th- who's, who's she with now? The person's husband with whom Mutt Lang cheated. I think I might be wrong. Isn't that like kind of like an Eric Clapton? Uh, who was Eric? Who was Clapton back That's that uh, No, he, went, he, he stole George Harrison's. George Harrison's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay. was Layla, yeah. And then wasn't it like that too with like Fleetwood Mac? Oh, no, those were just two couples, huh? Dude, that was, a, I mean, that's probably the craziest studio sessions I have ever heard of before. Man, could you imagine being the one that's not in the, Dude, <laughs> that's not in the relationship? The engineer? Do you know how the engineer was just like, okay, how about you do your part and we pretend everyone's here? And that's what he did. Everyone leave and you come in one at a time. You're good on your on your uh, your trivia. Yeah, my well, my music knowledge is is uh, my pointless music knowledge is pretty good. Yeah, you should be taking it easy though, listening to that. Dude, song. It's such a good oh, song. Gee, that's why it's so. T- How about taking it easy, <laughs> talking about the Eagles? It's a good song, dude. And Hotel California is fine. You're saying that that song's better than Hotel California? Um, I just I here's the thing. By the time I heard Hotel California. My first hearing of it was Albie Shore's redoing of it, and I liked his better. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Albie Shore did Hotel California? He really did. I got to hear this <laughs> real quick. I'm trying to get out of this, but if you hit me with some shit like that, and you're saying that this song is better than the original. I'm not a big Eagles Hotel California person. I'm not a big song. In my opinion, it should have been a horror song. It should have been like Thriller, but it wasn't, and it's kind of just goofy to me. I think California Dreaming is a better California song than Hotel California. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But but we're talking about, I need to hear I'll Be Sure. Let's do it. So Albert Bezelin Shore. I'll Be Sure not to play this anymore, ever. How dare you? Hold on. Let's just, let's just cut to it. Let's go, Albie. How dare you, I'll Be Sure. I'll listen to this song night and day if you catch my breath. Steve, I've never said this before ever, but fuck you. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I don't let's even go want to the go chorus, anymore. man. No. Come okay. on. All right. Let's let's get the chorus. Okay. Talk to him, Albie. Talk to him. Yeah. Oh, he tricked us, Dave. Here we go. talking about baby 
You know what? He has an album I don't. I'll just Here's stop. what I also say. Here's what I also say. <laughs> Song's not good anyway. I'm not saying it's one of my favorites, but that is an atrocity what I just heard. Taking it easy is a better song than Hotel now this will definitely turn to the listeners though, Steve. Taking it easy, guys. Taking it easy. Shanks, I'm talking to you. I'm very curious because you know what? He might actually sometimes Shanks and I musically we do not um it's not like we argue about it, but like he'll put something out and be like, I don't know. And then I'll put something out and I'll know and he'll be like, I don't know. So I'm not sure where Shanks will agree with me on this, but I would dare to think that Shanks likes Hotel California better than No, 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 no. I think he likes taking it easy better than Hotel California. That's totally fair. I, I'm, 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 I I'm assuming so. he will. I think that it's uh, we're gonna. Actually- but now that I've said it, I think the opposite. I don't know with Shanks. I can never guess. I'm interested to hear how many people agree with me because they're going to be people that love Hotel California, but there's going to be others that be like, no, I like taking it easy better. Or they'll say I like Hotel California better, but I listen to taking it easy more than I do, even though I technically like Hotel California better. Could go both ways, but I do. I think um, this. Gives us a chance, speaking of California, um, we should do a breakdown of best city songs. A list of the top 10 city songs. I don't know if there's 10 of them, but I'm sure there is. Do they have to actually have the name? Yes. In the title of the song? Yes. Oh, I already can tell you what the best one for LA is. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I know what you're going to say. What? Um, California Girls. Nope, Nope. that's California. That's that's, that's the city. Yeah. That's a state, rather, Steve. Um, You're saying, are you talking about states or cities? States or cities. Okay. I don't think it's another state song. <laughs> I don't think so, Jay. I don't there's think there's an album. A- there's Californication, which is an album and a single. Mr. Bungle has an album called California, which I would not put in that, but it's an excellent album. Um, there's lots Wait, of don't, them. Hold I on. Just now, California now I right think. Now. The LA- California Love. Uh, LA. But the most LA song, and it's the most 80s LA song, is this one right here. Ain't New York City cold and it's bad. Who's that? Um, um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's my boy. Yeah, that said nigger in his song randomly. What? It sure did. Let's leave Chicago. Like for real? It's in. The, you could look it up on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Tell me which one it is, dude. What's his name again? Uh, Randy Newman. Yeah, Randy killed up. This is the song. Welcome to sunny California, where your dreams can come true. Streets are lined with gold. Oh, sorry, hypodermic oh, needles. Oh, it's called um, Rednecks by, by Randy Newman. I don't know if I really want to give it up to him if he's really <laughs> singing in the song. Rednecks? Yes, Rednecks. It's the, um, it's the um, chorus of Rednecks. Oh, man. <laughs> Randy, what do you do? How did Randy get Disney if he's saying that? Randy, Disney. And I'm starting to wonder what Disney's up to. That, like, I was shocked. No. I was like, oh, pause. Did I just hear that correctly? I'm really hoping that iTunes has. Oh, they do. Hold on. I'm going to find it real okay. quick. I love this feature. Uh, oh, there it is. Told you. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Too dumb to make it in no northern town. We're keeping the niggas down. <laughs> And then he suddenly got, you got a friend in me. Yep, sure did. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Little known fact. That's crazy. <laughs> it somehow has not hurt him. No one talks about it. And I'm like. Now, I'm going to be real with you. I mean, because I just skipped to it. I It's t- completely out of context. But when you go hard R in anything. Yeah. 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 He went hard. Randy Noob. Shame on you, Randy. That joke is hilarious. 
Most That's people crazy. do not know that song exists. You know, I was listening to Dire Straits the other day uh, on the radio. Great band name, by the way. You know who I'm talking about, right? I know who the name. I know the name of the band. But you've heard the song "Money for Nothing," right? Yeah, money out of nothing at all. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> making money. <laughs> Which was not me this week, by the way. Follow up to the whole Dogecoin thing. Actually, that's not true. But uh, this one. You've heard this, right? No. Seriously? I've never heard this. Here. Okay. You've heard. Dude, come on. It sounds like I just didn't. Here we go. Okay. You've, I, dude, you, there's no way you got through MTV and not heard this song. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Listen to this. Okay, come on. Now we gotta I could keep going. It probably sounds like shit on the mic. Here we go, Steve. Seriously? Nothing? Hold on. Listen. Nope. No. Oh my God. Hold on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to stop right now and talk to you, not Steve. Never. Can you fucking believe this? Can you? Seriously? Like, this is not a hipster song. This is... I, I, I just don't understand it. But listen to what he said here. I will. I can't really talk because I, li- you know, I don't know if you know about hip hop, but um, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't taking offense. Yeah. I'm just saying he was there. I can't be like e gods, and uh, I listened to you know, I listened to Eminem before. I was listening to Eminem. Uh, we were coming back from Davis, and we were listening to Eminem a little bit, and he's very creative. <laughs> with his lyrics um i'm one day uh, dude there's so much, i need to really break down his best lyrics one day i'm gonna do a list show and I'll break down his best lyrics but that's after so many other people that i want to talk about especially the, the you know i uh my goal is to listen to uh pink floyd dark side of the moon i gotta remember transformers in my brain dark of the moon dark side of the moon that reminds me, uh-huh. I think it's time to just quickly go over because I don't have a lot, Steve, but yes. I can tell you what I just watched right before we started recording. Oh, can't wait. Did you happen to see the uh, For All Mankind season finale? No, no, I didn't. Bruh, this show has me again. Like it wasn't never really lost me. Yeah. But as we were talking about before, we were talking about how like episode, or excuse me, season one came really hard and yeah. you and I were both kind of like on the fence about season two, right? Mm-hmm. How are you caught up except no. for this last one? No. Oh, dude, it's gotten so good. <laughs> it is like this show knows how to cat. Like for me, this is me speaking. Yes, personally. absolutely. Yes, has brought me to the kind of suspense and and gasping and surprise that Game of Thrones can do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there's just you never know what's going to happen. And this season finale was a bit of a gut wrencher, bro. Like it. It was uh Wow, it's so fucking good what's going on right now. And I don't know how far how far along are you? I stopped after the um the <clears throat> the uh messing with the person who used to babysit thing. You stopped as in you're done or you just stopped and you I haven't just watched stopped, it? Stopped, haven't watched it. You're going to watch it though, right? There's a possibility. Oh my god, Steve. You and your fucking morals sometimes. I'm telling it's you, it's not you, we a put moral past- thing. I thought it was lazy writing. 
But you don't know what's going to happen, though. And I'm really glad to say, I'll just say this, okay? I will say, and it doesn't mean that it's not going to come back in three, but that's pretty much that. Then why in that scenario do it uh because it's real is it it's real it's real shit that happens i don't know why they happen to chose those two people <laughs> what but saying. what okay let me ask you this let me ask you this yeah. let's take the kid out of it yes okay yes and it's just put someone else in now that understandable totally understandable so you're wondering why use someone well, you used to babysit okay well i can say this um uh I don't want to say much. Let's just say that there might be a very good reason for this story to progress in season three. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's not about like, hey, I'm going to talk to you. It's just some something happens. I, like <laughs> I don't want to tell you, bro. But I like that. that the tough I'm going to talk to you for a second, hey. son of a bitch. I can't do. How does Kinnaman? Kinnaman's like, I am just going to talk to you. Blah, blah, blah. No, but he did do that cry scene, though. Dude, I'm kidding. Kinnaman's the shit. I like him now. Oh, wait a minute. That's a I'm sorry, Joel. 180. I'm on a, a team Kinnaman. How about you? that? You're the Kinnaman kind of man. I am a Kinnaman kid. That's what they call me. There goes Dan, the Kinnaman kid. And I'm like, yes, sir. He's I love me some Joe. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, dude. He's good. But I will say that he's definitely still got that thing. But I've learned to sort of move past it and realize that there's a whole bunch of good acting going on beneath this whole. Like his face never changes. No. I think that's what it is. I think that they just allowed him to smile and that's it. But everything, everything else he's like Botoxed for. You know, he, but there's some yeah. good acting coming out of that, that, uh, that mannequin, that put him, that put him, that mannequin, like put him of his, I think, uh, that you got to pick him for the right parts. He's not yes, every sure. man. There's some people who are every man. He's a certain man. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you this. It's uh, enough for me to go back to informer now. I mean, I look you boom, boom down, <laughs> but I think dude, dude, listen, listen, I, I, I get, I will definitely, here's the problem that happened. Invincible happened. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat happened. Oh God, there's so uh, much right um, now. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, the season finale happened. There was just. I Did didn't you watch it? Time. Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick because oh. it's one of the few things I actually got to watch. Tell me, let me get your because uh, you are probably higher on it. So let's get the good mm. stuff. Go ahead. No, no, I want you to go first, Steve. Gee, I was just, I didn't, uh, I was arguing as as normal on Twitter with someone in the p- private messages. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, it just wasn't good. <laughs> okay, say why. Number one, the outfit is, and if I don't care if people be like, but the comic, that outfit is trash. <laughs> it looked, it was the equivalent of if someone came up, the only time that that outfit would look good is if somebody came to my door on Halloween and I opened, I'd be like, hey, that's, that's really- something else, there, buddy. <laughs> Someone's getting the big Snickers tonight. But if you're telling me he opened up a freaking suitcase and this was like given to him, I would have closed it and been like, listen, (laughs) what the fuck is this? (laughs) Hold on. I'll be right back. I got to go make a phone call real quick. (laughs) Yes. Y'all the guff. Y'all supposed to be doing way better than this, man. Come on. You got this from Wakanda. Wakanda. No, Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda. Look at this. and, And here's my thing, Jay. The, 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 the. Thing that he technically did. Shuri did right, isn't Shuri? She's the one that created that I form, think she, right? Didn't she create that? Yeah, in the wings especially. Yeah, I would say the fact that he was just like, no one's gonna tell me that I can't fight for my. Cut. I'm like, oh, this is so gross. That's off the jump. I was like, I don't want to <laughs> hear. And gross. then that long monologue he did at the end. Look at you. We're fighting amongst each other. I was like, why don't you just start to beat it? Start doing the finger thing and just start. Bucky had the up. best line without that, by the way. He said, I was just, I was sorry. I was texting. All I heard was black guy and stars and stripes. Because <laughs> it was just so true. I'm like, dude, what are we doing, man? I can't stand. And uh, 
at, by the end and the even the after credit sequence, G. Well, yeah, and and guys, spoilers. I don't know if we really. We, I guess we sort of spoiled something, but nothing really. I I'm gonna tell you right now, spoilers. I am not down with Sharon Carter's whole gig. G. Like I just, G. I just don't get the value of her <laughs> I character. Don't understand it. And then I'm like, she's the power broker. <sighs> okay, all right. Here's my problem with the show. I love the show, but um, they tried to do too much with too little. That's a big story, and they had to condense it really, you know, down quite a bit into six episodes, where it could have carried on for a while. Yes, and and the wrap up of it. Ugh. was pretty weak. Let's be real. Like, I know there's going to be some fanboys, women, whatever, that are just going to be like, no, it's fantastic and great. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm not saying I did not enjoy this show, but I feel that, I don't know, maybe they, I don't know how the deal went down where it's like, let's give us, give us six episodes. When I know they could have gotten way more, they could have at least gotten WandaVision number of yeah, episodes. You can't say 10, you're worried right? you're not going to get a second season. Guess what? You can, you're Disney. Guess who yeah. can just say, I'll give you a second season. Exactly. So to me, it felt like they kind of just wrapped it up very quickly, even to the point of like at the very end where, you know, OK, we get it. The 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 good stuff's happened. And now we're back in, in uh, Louisiana and we're all having a good oh, time. And, and uh, Winter Soldier's lifting up some dude. kids with his arm and stuff. It was just so quick. There was no resolution. Hand to on it. There back. Was no, this, oh, God. There was no this is where we go. And then the whole John Walker thing. about Oh, by the way, Julia Lewis Dreyfus in, in, uh, in this is not I'm not feeling it. But I'm not going to really knock her because I like her. It's just weird. I don't know why they put her in, but whatever. And then they go ahead and they just go, well, you're going to be U.S. agent, which we all knew was coming. But it just seemed very like, okay, we've got to make these seven points or whatever number of points in this episode go. And they just did it real fast. To me, it felt like it was a very, you know, tightly wrapped, not tightly wrapped up. Like it was loosely wrapped up. We had to hurry up and get this done because this is our last episode. And I think that the, the series actually suffered a little bit. From it. That said, I really enjoyed it, and I will watch it again. Just oh to no, make sure I, 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 didn't I thought it was fine. Like it was, it was totally, totally fine. It didn't suck. I don't think Disney. I don't think Disney knows how to. No, make, didn't suck at all. Yeah, it didn't suck. I just was like, eh, it was fine. I, I expected more, especially when I saw that it was the se- afterwards. I was like, this was the season finale. I, said, I know, right? What? <laughs> I know. I didn't even know it just that. Felt weird. It felt really weird. I, I didn't. Uh, it didn't really leave a good taste in my mouth. No, it's just. But I know that they could. They can come back, and hopefully, they learn from that. And I mean, let's face it, they succeeded in the end. But like, maybe they kind of learned from that and said, "Let's give them ten for season two, which I think is more possible. Like, I don't see. I don't see us getting a WandaVision season two, but I do see us getting a cap. Uh, excuse oh, me, sure. Winter Soldier. Oh, it's coming. Falcon Winter Soldier yeah, season two. It will. Um, but they had great characters. They uh, Zemo was sick. Like I just loved what they did with him. And by the way, just in case, and I know some of you were like, what the fuck, guys? Steve and I both had this moment afterwards, after we stopped recording last week, where we both know what the raft is. We were just on autopilot, I guess, and just, I don't know what that is. But as soon as we like stopped recording and went, oh, yeah, that's what it is. We understand. I never heard someone characters. refer to it as that. I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? I'm thinking that it probably said it in, um, was it Civil War? I pretty so. sure it was Civil War. Yeah. But I didn't catch it either. No. But I knew, like, the moment that I, because I, I had to, like, it just didn't seem right. I'm like, it has to be that prison. So I looked it up. Of course, that's what it is. But I'm like, yeah, dude, it's this. And then we both kind of had that, oh, duh moment. But I personally did not hear them calling it the raft either. I'm sure they did. Probably but did. But I didn't hear uh, But also, I don't recall, I should find say. Find a cooler name for that thing. Oh, Steve, stop it. Now you're just being picky. <laughs> I'm saying, let's call it the raft. Oh, you mean that awesome? You called your album The Gentleman. You're being rude I am as fuck right now. You're that being is literally rude as fuck not right a now, raft. Sir. That's not a raft. 
Nor is an album a gentleman. I'm a gentleman, though. Uh, that's, that, that's Hey, Dan, I'm not know, a gentleman. Man. That's question. That's arguable is all I'm saying. That's not true. Every time I see you, I hug you. That's true. That's Once a year. Once every year, two years. Dan, how dare you? How? I'm just saying. You? But what, what were you going to rate it? Uh, as the full season full or season. the episode? Full season. Full season. Again, I'm going to go back and watch it again. Okay. But I think I will give Falcon and Winter Soldier season one. I'm going to give it a 3.75. I think they could have tried harder. That's fair. I'm going to give it a three out of five crumpled uh, crumpled shields. shields. Okay. Yeah. You don't really like fucking with decimals, huh? No. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, no, I do if it's 3.5. Yeah, you have to be like 0.5s, though. Yeah. You can't do any, you can't do any, uh, <laughs> any three quarter stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to give it a, you know what? Actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to give it a three and nine sixteenths. No, I don't do that. No, I do not. <laughs> but you know what? I don't think that's a bad rating, particularly for me. In fact, I think I might have even gone a little higher than normal. Would you say? I usually tend to rate a little bit higher. Uh, I put I said three. I would go no lower than three point five. Let's just put that. And the thing is, here's here's how I knew that you weren't super into it. You did not ask me once. Did you see this? Did you see this? Or did you see that? Did you see? Because this? I literally watched it this morning. No, I'm not saying this morning. I'm saying in general. You didn't text me like, dude. The only time you did is when you were like, that is the best. You you said that 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 a uh, blood shield scene is the best visual that you've ever seen in any Marvel. That's the that's one not what I said. I yeah. said it is a, it is it is a very iconic scene, one of the most iconic scenes I've seen in I the MCU. Not said, the best. You I no, think you I know what I said. To you. The best. No, I didn't. You can check your texts. Go ahead, just feel Everybody free. Let's move along. So All we're right, not gonna we're not gonna uh, dilly dally with some trivial shit. Hey, guess what else I watched? What? I went back. And I, I'm starting to rewatch and I'm going to go slow with it. I'm only four episodes in and I know where it goes and I know how you feel. I think I do. <laughs> but uh, Gail and I started watching Lost again. Oh, cool. Where were you? You didn't like Lost, right? Never watched it. <sighs> okay. Wh- what's the reason? Uh, people that I trust uh, that watched the whole thing said, don't even start it. They're like, trust me. Don't start it. I said, okay. And I trust them and I'm not starting it. They're like, do not watch that. This is one of those things for me, I think, why I like this show so much. And I, and I can tell it's the same reason that Gail liked this show so much. As it came out, in, what was it like 2010, mm-hmm. 2009, right around there somewhere? And for the longest while, neither one of us were really watching week-to-week shows. We had kind of abandoned the television for a while. We watched a lot of movies. We went to the movies a lot. We listened to a ton of music. But we just weren't really watching weeknight television. So Lost was one of the first ones that we jumped on again. And the story was really fucking compelling, particularly the first few seasons. There was a lot of like, you know, that was the uh, quote unquote water cooler talk, Mm -hmm. if you will. What happened? What's in the hatch? All that shit. The smoke monster, everything. And going back and and watching it again, I'm very much enjoying it. Like I know most of the story still, you know, I'm surprised about how much of it I retain, to be honest with you. And sometimes I'll watch something two nights ago and be like, I don't know what the fuck happened. You know, (laughs) but with this one, I actually remember the story for the most part. And it sucks that this is going to do the JJ Abrams classic, you know, nosedive towards the end. But so far, and maybe it's because I'm not binging it. I'm rather, I'm enjoying myself. I think it's worth a watch. I wish you knew a little bit more about it because, um, the character of Jack is the one thing that's consistent with both times that I've watched this so far. You don't know the character, but um, he's the guy that like takes over everything. He's there's always that guy in the show that just decides he's going to make himself the leader. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? 
but it's ridiculous the amount of shit that this guy puts in. Like, if I was Jack, I'd be like, you know, we just fucking pla- we just crashed a fucking plane. There's a smoke monster out there. You guys, y'all need to handle yourselves. I'm gonna handle Jack for a while. You know, just me and Jack. That's it. No one else. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Kate too, because she's fine as a mug. But that's it. And and he's this guy just does so much. He's definitely the uh, the definition of doing the most, old Jack. But I think you would like it, dude. I think that you would. I think you could. You would get into it as far as the way the story spins. It's just that we all know that it takes that legendary Game of Thrones style shit at the end, and that's what sucks about this show. Yeah, um, I, 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 I'm just happy it gives people joy. It seems that people like it. They really like it. And that is the classic Steve Hudson answer right there for anything he hates. I'm just happy that it gives. I don't even joy. hate it. Because the thing is, I th- there is no way if I'm like I hate that show. They're like you haven't even watched any. Like yeah, true. No, I. The good thing is that I was. Um, I I, I can see it as a. Uh, you know, it's a cult favorite. Um, but you know, it's it's a a thing that apparently apparently I haven't watched, but a few people have said that it didn't wrap up. Some people have said they hated the ending. Other people are like, I disliked the ending. But no one has said that, that ending was perfect. Yet. And I was just like, yeah, I just won't start it. But no, it seems like everyone that watches it, dude, they get a lot of joy out of it. And that's dope. I just think that the uh, the final, actually the last couple of seasons, you could tell that like, I'm trying to remember how many seasons there are. I was trying to look it up, but be that as it may, you could tell that like the second to last season, things were really starting to kind of get screwy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure the story's been all been out there about like Lindelhoff and JJ Abrams, how they handle it and everything, but it's just been too long. Just found it on Hulu when we started watching it. Oh, cool. But I can definitely say that the last two seasons, it's just like, what are we doing here? You know, <laughs> like this is, this is a little bit too much. And then when you get to the very end, particularly the final season in general, it's just all over the place. And I, I don't, I really do compare it to season seven of Game of Thrones. It's just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why are you dropping the ball like this? And the finale was one of the worst finales I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen the Dexter finale. I'm still not through Game that show, Thrones. but I hear that one is, is legendary as well. Uh, this one definitely goes up there with it. So anyone that is interested in watching Lost, I say go for it. I do think the story is compelling. And, and again, for me, I think it's the, the nostalgia of the fact that it was the first show that kind of brought me back into like really watching weeknight TV and being compelled to like, you know, follow through with multiple seasons of a show. Lost was that show for us. And I think that's why I'm, you know, able to kind of watch it again. But I would suggest that someone that's never watched it, check it out. Let me know what you think, but you have been warned season, whatever it is. The last season takes a nosedive, but other shows have done that too. Perfect. Um, well, before we get out of here, I just want to say one, one, let's talk about one. I'm a horror fanatic. Everyone knows this. No surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, you know me. Um, I was looking for a horror movie, and of course, I follow Shutter on Twitter, and they were talking about a movie. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It is called Boys from County Hell. And normally, I don't like those cheesy... I'm not going to even call it cheesy, but it's a little cheesy. (laughs) It's a cheesy title. And I was (laughs) like, all right, let me go in, not even knowing what it's about. So I go in, and um, what it is is... I'm going to give it a two-minute spill. What it is, is these people that are in this little town somewhere in either in Ireland or the UK, uh, it's little, you know, bars and pubs around and they find out that an ancient monster in the, in the, the vein of Dracula is buried somewhere in myth. They uncover this burial ground and sure enough, it gets loose. What I love about this movie is that these people act the way all of us would act. If a monster, because Dracula isn't some smooth, 
dope. No, in this one, it's not no Dracula. It's it's a monster. He is, it is a monster. And when you have a monster roaming that looks like this thing does, they're acting the way we would. That's what I love. They're not trying to be like, oh, I'm going to do this. No, they're like, how do we get away? Well, we need to say, no, we don't. How do we get away from this thing? And uh, it's really cool because they're forced into being heroes. Um, it's fantastic. It's on Shutter. You know, it's if you're in the mood for a really cool monster movie where it's the enough spooky, enough funny, enough down to earth uh, reactions to this incredibly horrifying situation that everyone in. Check it out. It's on Shutter. It's called Boys from County Hell. And I will give this movie four out of five uh, amputated legs. That's a high rating for you. Uh, it's one of my favorite. You're hypercritical about stuff. So now I'm, I'm it's, intrigued. It's one of my favorites of the year. Hey, dude, speaking of Shudder, I just recently got AMC mm-hmm. Plus. And, okay, first of all, Shudder is available. If you have AMC Plus, you get Shudder for free with it. So, you know, I don't know if you were aware of that. But I'm trying to, like, give a little more opinion on AMC Plus. And I'm having some trouble with it because the way that I purchased it is through, um, or subscribe to it, rather, is through uh-huh. Apple TV yeah. Plus. And it has got to be, unless I'm just mistaken here, I've been trying to, you know, okay, let me put it this way. Like if you're looking for AMC Plus you, and you're looking on, let's say, your yes. Apple TV, you would like to see an icon that says Apple TV Plus. And you click on that and then you have Absolutely. your whole format of, and all the yes. shows, correct? And let's just say it has multiple channels like mm-hmm. IFC, which it does, and, AM, and uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. Shutter. You would think that it would be like a kind of like a picture like Disney Plus. You have like the yes. Marvel, the Star Absolutely. Wars, all that kind of thing, right? Now, please, someone, I'm dead serious. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I am looking on Apple TV and I'm currently looking on my phone at Apple TV just to verify. And it doesn't do that. Like you can search it and access everything, but you have to actually search AMC plus experience or something like that. It pops up to see everything that it has to offer versus just having an icon where you can go. And then just pick from each individual network. And it's very strange to me. I don't know why it's like this. I'm not entirely sure I would have. Uh, I'm not thrilled with the with the format of it. The platform rather. So if someone knows an, a better way of accessing this where you get all of that, please let me know. Because it seems like it should just be it right out there. Sense. Like it's this easy to it access. It makes sense. And I can't seem to find that. Because I wanted to watch Gangs of London. And I found it. But it's like you can't find if it's saying that it's on Apple TV, even the way like you subscribe to it. Like if you're going to settings on your phone and you click subscriptions, it says Apple, excuse me, uh, AMC plus via mm-hmm. Apple TV. It's that's because I couldn't find it. I actually downloaded the AMC app. Nothing's there. So please, if you can find an easier way or if you agree that this app just sucks for Apple TV plus, please let me know. But so you're aware, Steve, you can if you're interested in trying it out, you could click off of shutter for a while and jump onto AMC plus shitty platform, but you do have access to everything else now. Oh, well, I, I being that I, I, I subscribe through shutter. I don't think I get AMC yeah. plus. No, you don't. It doesn't go that way. But if you subscribe to, cause you've been wanting to watch gangs of New York, it's on, it's on me, gangs of London channels. and all of that. It is yeah, the whole well, thing. No, they're, they're dropping them. I guess weekly, something like that. Okay. Well, I haven't had a chance to really look into it yet, but again, I'm just thinking, okay, well, now I can go to AMC Plus and check all these things out, and it is such a fucked platform. I'm not entirely sure I'm going to stick oh, with well, it. Well, that's fair. So you're giving AMC, you're you know? giving the AMC Plus app uh, 
two out of how about amc minus ladies and gentlemen oh come on man i love that (laughs) and on that wonderful note ladies and gentlemen uh people you've heard everything from us today you've heard you know uh phil collins lists um michael jackson you know genesis and such dire straits and the like (laughs) the next voice you're gonna hear is the man himself dan the man peace Something out of nothing is over now, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're just going straight to nothing. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I think it's probably a good time that I stop talking. Have a great, fantastic week. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 